Welcome to the Heart Matters Podcast with your host, Ibn Leon. Join us as we explore the intricacies of spirituality and self-improvement. Gain a fresh perspective on enhancing your spiritual, emotional, and mental well-being through the fusion of spirituality and self-improvement. Enjoy Ibn's engaging conversations with guests from diverse backgrounds. They share unique perspectives on personal growth and holistic health. From spiritual leaders to relationship experts, entrepreneurs to creatives, each episode delivers knowledge and inspiration. Tune in to the Heart Matters podcast for profound conversations and practical advice empowering you to live your best life. Chapter 5 Inspiring Stories Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Heart Matters Podcast. I am your host, Relationship and Spiritual Life Coach Lewis Mars. It is my belief that the vessel, meaning the heart, can only pour out that which it contains. Therefore, it is upon us to place those things that are good and beneficial into the heart in order to emanate them out into the world and attract those things and those people that will enhance our lives. We have another fantastic guest on the program today, as we always do. This is how we're bringing it. Michelle Parade is here. Michelle is a holistic business coach who helps entrepreneurs launch and grow their mission-driven businesses, live their best possible life, and increase their impact and prosperity through mastery of their cell method. We're going to have to talk about that because, you know, I see you got the dots. Uh, yeah. So I don't, you know, I don't know what the cell method is, but we're going to have to talk about the cell method. Michelle has 12 plus years of marketing and business development experience with expertise in helping businesses scale through in innovative partnerships, campaigns, events, and communication. Michelle has become passionate about the study of consciousness, mindset, and well-being seven years ago and immersed herself in very spiritual modalities, including Kabbalah, which I, had, I know nothing about. You know, these are all things we're going to have to discuss with Michelle. Uh, energy healing and gene keys. And studied with renowned shamans around the world. Welcome, Michelle Parade. We dropped the A of the E, and it's just Parade instead of Parade. Welcome, <laughs> Michelle, to the Heart Matters, everyone. Michelle, how you doing? You all right? I'm doing great. Thank you for the beautiful introduction. <laughs> yeah, that's so happy to be here. Yeah, that's how we're doing this thing. All right, Mattel, let's now first of all, let's talk about this cell method that you yeah. got here. This S E E, I mean this S E L L. What is what is this cell method that you got here? Yeah, so uh cell is really about releasing old paradigms of selling within your business. And so that's why there's the the dots because I've really tried to redefine what that means. And it's much more about 
tuning into your energetic presence and embodying your higher self and embodying what you're really here to do and who you're here to serve um, as an attraction mechanism for finding the right people. And so oftentimes um, when people are having are struggling with prosperity within their business um, or they're just finding that something is a, is a bit off, uh, oftentimes it's because they haven't really defined themselves and what they're here to do deeply enough. So they could be on the right path. They could be doing something they enjoy, but they haven't gone, you know, two, three um, layers deeper into um, the specificity of what makes their them, you know, different and unique from other people what are the gifts that they were given by you know the creator um, that they need to share and sometimes some of that is not even activated yet within the person um, they haven't unlocked it they haven't opened that doorway uh, in which that brilliance can come out and shine um, and so I have a a beautiful container uh, to help people just rediscover themselves uh, in a way that's very deep and to release um, any presuppositions that they have about themselves uh, that come from actually the stories that other people tell them, um, you know, or what other people say they might be good at. Um, or yeah, anything that kind of comes from the outside, but really more uh, a way to ignite that from the inside, from an internal process that they can really connect more so uh, with their own light and be able to bring that forward. Um, yeah, in a very, very special process. And so I break down cell um, as source, expand, liberate, and light up. And so each of these uh, has its kind of own sub methods. Uh, so sourcing is um, being able to, again, yeah, connect with the creator of all that is, um, you know, and then expanding is, and you mentioned this word vessel, you know, the vessel in the heart, there's also the vessel you know, our, our spiritual vessel, our spiritual container through which we receive everything. And um, that needs to be expanded because our perceptions of ourselves are, are very small, tend to be small. And um, there's so much more potential that we can receive, but we need to first understand um, the degree to which we can expand our own vision um, and then it's about, okay, let's release anything that's blocking us from that vision. Um, oftentimes it's subconscious patterns. Um, and then we get into um, a method of actually uh, increasing our vibration. Um, and everyone has their own bliss strategy, whatever it is that works for you. And, you know, it could be meditation, it could be breath work. Um, 
you know, anything that gets you into that state of flow, that is helpful for igniting and attracting all the things that you desire. So it's uh, it's a mouthful, <laughs> uh, but I, I hope I gave you an overview. And of course, each per each individual person, you know, has their own things that they're working through, uh, their own decision making process, and and it's something um, that I intuitively and kind of organically, um, you know, have in a process um, with the help of. I'm kind of more of like a facilitator, right? And it's really with the help of themselves and the creator so okay so you mentioned uh you mentioned the container okay so mm -hmm. what, what what does this container look like what 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 is what does it consist of this container that you're working mm -hmm. with um it's it's a spiritual container and um i oftentimes um it may seem strange but i can see into how other people are viewing their own container subconsciously. And so if you think of it as a vase, for example, you know, through which water can, can pour into, right? Um, if your vase is one that's like narrow at the top, right? Then less water can, can actually trickle through. So you have some kind of blockage at the top of your vessel and it's about understanding, okay, what is, why are you only allowing like only so much to come into your container? And then, you know, that analogy is with money, for example, like why are you only allowing yourself to get a little bit at a time? What's going on in your belief system um, that maybe you're not aware of that's blocking that, you know, for all of that to come in because, Ultimately, that's what the universe wants for us is to have all that that we desire. Um, so, you know, and then, you know, another person might have some holes in their in their container, you know, in different places. And the water, you know, if it comes in, it's it's leaking out um, and it's leaking out to other people, for example, like other people are poking holes in their vessel um, because they want our energy, you know, they, uh, they're taking our time away from, uh, what we're meant to be doing, you know? And so there's, there's all these dynamics within our lives that can, you know, either enhance our vessel or can distract or poke holes in our, in our vessel. And it's up for us to determine what those are and to repair it. Um, so it's back to its, you know, our birthright capacity. All right, Michelle, well, how did, how did you get into this work? When, you know, when, when did you start bringing all this here? Yeah, well, um, my curiosity sparked, um, and I don't know if you're into astrology at all, but uh, I had a, a Saturn return, um, yeah, about seven years ago. Prior to that, I had no interest really honestly in in religion or spirituality um but uh at that point i was 
to kind of at a low and really trying to understand what the meaning of my life was and feeling very constrained with um, the job I had and was wondering to myself, like, is this really all that there is? And so um, that really ignited and along with an injury that I, I got, um, you know, I, it kind of ignited this spark within me to explore different things. And um, so I had gone to an astrologist and he told me a whole, whole bunch of information about myself, including, you know, I would be a healer and facilitator. And, um, and so I thought, well, I don't even know what a healer is at that point in time. I didn't, didn't quite know. Um, but one thing is that I had some friends, our family friends that were really into Kabbalah. And so that word kind of actually, since I was young, like for somehow my family friends were studying it. So um, you know, I had some curiosity about, you know, what is this? And so that's where I really started, but I didn't start with the Kabbalah Center, which is known, you know, the, um, the most known, I guess, uh, in terms of the school of thought. Um, but I went <laughs> straight into the deep end, <laughs> Of a, of a mystery school um, that taught Kabbalah, I would say, um, not as much on the theory side, but really on the energetic side. And they taught, you know, hermetic principles uh, and the laws of the universe. Um, and so I, at that point, had a real um, you know, they did a healing, they performed a healing on me. They didn't, they didn't touch me, you know, when, they, when they did that healing at all. Um, but I had, you know, particular ailments that just like went away, you know, the next day that I had for many years struggled with. So of course that piqued my inter interest into the whole realm and that was my first encounter with um, with energy. And so after that, I, I pretty much got addicted, <laughs> if you want to say, but, um, you know, I, I couldn't quite unfathom, you know, how um, there was something spiritual that existed beyond what we could see, you know that was clearly there helping us and I could for the first time viscerally feel it because before it was a theory you know it was okay there is there's a god but you don't see it right um but I was you know through some of these healing processes I was activating um many of my abilities and um you know I think when you can when there's like some actual evidence, you know, besides like some numbers that you see like two, 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 or, you know, 11, 11, you're like, okay, that's a cool coincidence. Um, but it, it went a little bit deeper for me. And so um, that really ignited my whole journey. And, um, 
then I just, I wanted to essentially become a scholar. I wanted to, you know, understand um, different types of modalities, what, what was working for me, what was not, what was the pluses and minuses of different modalities. And I think that there are, um, you know, because we are in this, in this three-dimensional world, um, there's still good and bad in all of it. Right. I don't think there's any one perfected modality. There is um, some holes in maybe all of them. <laughs> and so, um, you know, I've, I've sort of taken an amalgamation of different um, ones that I've learned and, um, you know, used what I found to be most useful for the people that I, I work with now. Um, so yeah, as I was healing myself, I got inspired to help other people as well. And it was a side passion that then uh, grew over time. And, and now uh, I really mix it in with um, the business and the practical world. And I think that's what um, makes it really interesting is uh, is my ability to kind of move between the two worlds and say, okay, yes, there's the, the law of attraction and universal principles, um, but we're still here to take action. <laughs> you know, we're still here to implement things um, and do things in a grounded way and um, that's where a lot of my experience in business has um, been particular. And the context, of course, of being in different organizations um, has really helped me help other people. So. All right. Well, look, we got a lot to unpack on that. <laughs> Man, you, you know, you come in with all this. You know, look, look, you know, let's unpack some of this stuff here. First of all, let's talk about the job. You know, the job that you uh, you said you wanted to uh, move on from. What what was this? Mm, yeah. Uh, well, I was at a very fancy <laughs> um, tech company, and it was backed by Al Gore. And, uh, you know, one of my first assignments actually was to um, put on an event uh, for our founder and Al Gore was going to be there and a whole bunch of famous people in uh, Davos, Switzerland. Um, and I was so nervous about this uh, event. I sort of subconsciously sabotaged myself <laughs> during it. Um, and so I like had a knee injury while I was in Switzerland, basically the night before the event. I mean, everything worked out in the end because it you know it was all prepared in any case but I missed it which is you know kind of a shame um but it it was kind of one of the realizations or the catalysts for me to show myself like wow how powerful is our minds you know that I was able to somehow concoct this because I was like a little bit fearful of being in a room full of really famous prestigious people and feeling a little bit inferior at that time um and not knowing you know 
what I would say to them and how I would act and just, you know, being brought up uh, and being told that I was quiet and shy, I kind of kept myself small in, in that personality in any case. Um, but I, I did have this realization like, wow, how is it that I was able to concoct this whole scenario, you know, so coincidentally. And so that, that really did get me thinking, uh, you know, and not to mention that I had, you know, eight weeks, not exactly off of work, but, you know, I was, you know, in bed <laughs> doing work from bed. And I think that I ultimately also needed sort of a break from like the chaos that was, you know, the environment within that organization. Um, and in any case, I, I was I was very observant. It wasn't necessarily just this company, but other organizations in Silicon Valley too, where I felt like um, people were going to work, but the people weren't there, like their souls were gone. <laughs> their souls had left in gone somewhere else because they were coming in, you know, I think mostly feeling unfulfilled, feeling, you know, like sort of going in the grind of things. And um, yeah, I think this overall observation uh, and I, and I think even at that time I had my own intuitive gifts that I didn't realize I had, but, you know, sort of tapping into, into people and their well-being and whether you know I can kind of innately and we can probably all innately tell if, if someone is happy or not um and you know just by by the way they conduct themselves but anyway so I was I was in this environment of like unhappy people <laughs> sort of drones you know and I was thinking to myself, why does everybody think that this is like the, the most prestigious, best place to be in their lives? Because that's what everyone was telling me, you know, like, oh, you're so lucky to be in this place, in this environment, in Silicon Valley, getting a, you know, decent salary. And I just was looking around <laughs> And it was, you know, not in congruence with what I was seeing and feeling. Um, and so I think it was just this curiosity of, well, what does make me happy or what would make other people happy? Um, so that really sparked something within me, but it was also just an overall sadness. <laughs> of like not just not only for myself but for all the the you know collective and felt like you know we need to have some kind of systematic change within organizations that can you know reorganize people based on their talents and based on what they're really good at and then give them a job based off of that right not to fill a need, to fill a gap. So there, I just felt like there was something deeply 
wrong, <laughs> you know, in general um, with, with how our system is working. And so um, that's also, you know, coincidentally an area I'm now going to be moving a little bit more into is, you know, beyond working with founders, um, looking at organizations themselves as well and seeing, you know, what is the right um, talent and and how can you match, you know, talent with your needs, um, not just based off of their skill set, but based off of what lights them up, what are their creative interests. Um, and so, yeah, long-winded answer there, but um, I think that's really, you know, how how all of us get to a purpose-driven path is um, being in a place where, you know, you start to observe the people and the things around you and, and your experiences are really what end up shaping what, um, what is your purpose in the end. Okay, well, what, what, t- tell me about this Kabbalah thing. What is this? Tell me about Kabbalah, because I've never heard of it until until I read your bio. So what, what is Kabbalah? Yeah, Kabbalah actually means to receive. And uh, it's really ancient. Uh, a lot of people associate it with Jewish mysticism. Uh, however, um, it actually originated, you know, even before religion. And you can see the tree of life, which is the main symbol, representative symbol. Um, It's been found in India and prehistoric, you know, prior to religion, it's been found all over the world. Um, And so I really think it's a blueprint that we were given sort of a roadmap to help us um, come back to our own godliness. And so if you think of um, the story of Adam and Eve, uh, you know, when Eve took a bite of the apple, <laughs> she, you know, she was tempted. It was sort of the beginning launch of, uh, of us coming into... <laughs> You about you about to open up a whole another. Uh, well, you asked. You, you about to open up a whole another uh, jar of peanut butter here with this thing, <laughs> with this Adam and Eve thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you well, open up a whole another jar of peanut yeah, butter. Yeah, a whole this other. Absolutely no. This is obviously you know a key story in in our Genesis. Um, and so, however way you look at it, it's. You know, it's a it's an illustrative example of something happened where we were like the same as the Almighty God. You know, we were all powerful, and then we're and then we decided like, oh, we want to explore, and um, we were tempted essentially to get out of uh, alignment, and so now we're in a place where we are trying to climb back up to 
enlightenment. And so we're here on this earth to explore and to explore ourselves and to understand um, our shadows and to understand through that understanding of our shadows um, to gain virtues. And the more virtues that we gain, um, the more we become like God. And that's, you I mean, that's like moving up to, you know, enlightenment. Um, so, you know, part of it is learning how to receive as well. Um, that is part of, part of the game of being here. Um, so, you know, I can, I can really go <laughs> into an hour, hour, you know, lecture about this, but. Um, I, I hope that's giving a little bit of insight no, no. No, we, <laughs> into we, it. Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah we, we might, you know, we might have to do part two, you know, because this, yeah. you know, this thing here that you, you know, this coming, yeah. With, you know, yeah, we might have to, yeah, we might have to schedule a part two, you know, for this thing here, you know, Absolutely. just to talk about that, you know, just yes. Adam and Eve and, you know, <laughs> Yeah, we might yeah. have to come. We might have to revisit this, Michelle. Yeah, that's all absolutely. I'm saying. We might have to revisit it. Yeah. Right, so Michelle, no, tell us. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh yeah, there. You know, there's many different ways that you can um, talk about Kabbalah. Um, you know, and if. If you study maybe with Kabbalah Center, for example, um, they have some of the first few lessons uh, within that. Um, you know, they talk about how you can incarnate into this world with different circumstances, right? We're, we're kind of like, okay, why is one person poor and one person's rich and another person's like, living across the world in this circumstance and this this person's in this circumstance. Um, which is a question I've always sort of asked myself, why why do I find myself in the circumstances or the upbringing that I'm in? And at the end of the day, we partly we chose it on a on a soul level. Um, but we have been placed in these specific with, you know, with the specific parents that we have, with meeting these specific people, they're all there for specific lessons and they call it tikkun. So it's your specific correction. So you're here to learn what you have to learn. And if you don't learn it, guess what? You're gonna come back another lifetime and it's gonna look slightly different, but it's gonna be the same pattern or lesson until you um, until you get it, <laughs> until you break free from it. And so it's about, you know, making certain choices, decisions. Um, you know, in my, in my lifetime, I'm learning about boundaries. I, I think a lot of people in the healer realm are as well. Um, so yeah, the, you know, those challenges are there for you to, to bring out that, you know, that new virtue that you need to work on. <laughs> yeah, you got to revisit this thing. <laughs> yeah, all right, well, 
Well, Michelle, well, tell us what you got coming up then. Just tell us what you got uh, popping off. Sure. Uh, well, I have a group program coming out called Sell Your Brilliance. Um, so it's a three-month program um, that's hybrid uh, where there's, you know, part of it is um, lessons and really getting people from idea through to launch. So if that's could be, you know, you redesigning your business or that could be um, you know, a new idea, a course, uh, a new offer or product, whatever it is that you're thinking through, it's kind of like an incubator to help you really, um, get the right messaging across and get the right, um, focus in terms of your, uh, launch strategy around it. And I really interweave many tools, including um, one that you mentioned called Gene Keys um, and other, you know, practical ways of looking at, um, you know, your business and interweaving at the metaphysical and the business um, to really bring through something that is pur purposeful and something that you will really enjoy and be in love with and will serve many people. So it's, it's a activation process and um, it's partly also, I'm working with people one-on-one -on -one in this program too, to, to really um, ensure that, you know, they, they get across the finish line with something. I don't want to just provide information and then let people out into the universe. Cause I, I often, find that you know they may not um have enough accountability i guess running out of time. Done, this, you know? this, this zoom thing is 40 minutes we running out of time i don't want you to oh, go out okay you, yeah be careful because yeah, we got <laughs> i don't want this thing to run out now you know we come back on you know, but if it run out i don't you know i don't usually like use this thing for 40 minutes you know, you, you know, I don't even understand what's oh, going on Oh, I can here. keep going, yeah. It, it's all right. It's all right. all right. But they're saying we got less than a minute. All right. So, all right. How, you know, so how do you get, how do people get in touch with you on the website, Uh, the, on the website that you have? Yeah, you can go to michelleparad.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-P-A-R-A-D. Um, and that was Michelle Parad. She's a holistic business coach. And you can check her out on her Instagram at Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-E -E dot Parad, P-A-R-A-D. Or you can go to our website, michelleparad.com uh, if you want to look into her cell method. Uh, I thank Michelle for being on the show. Uh, as usual, let's do a little housekeeping at the end. Uh, I'm still looking to start a whole new podcast. So I'm looking for a female co-host. If you're interested in the co-hosting position, we will collaborate on everything. The title, the subject matter, when we record, you know, where we're going to release it. Everything will be a collaboration. If you're interested, uh, Send me an email at Lewis, L-O-U-I-S, at Lewis Morris, M-O-R-R-I-S, coaching.com. 
and put in the subject podcast co-host or you can just schedule a call via my link tree and put in the call notes podcast co-host my link tree is linktr.ee slash l-o-u-i-s-m-o-r-r-i-s also we have the new website up and we have the new apparel the god is in a class all by himself collection and other things available with the heart matters brand if you're interested in any and all of these things just go to the link tree which is linktr.ee slash l-o-u-i-s-m-o-r-r-i-s and you will find everything that the heart matters has to offer uh please like and subscribe to the heart matters podcast i thank you guys for all of your support and i will speak to you again soon Thanks for listening to another episode of the Heart Matters Podcast for relationship, spiritual coaching and resources. Go to the Heart Matters brand link tree, which is linktr.ee slash L-O-U-I-S-M-O-R-R-I-S. That's linktr.ee slash L-O-U-I-S-M-O-R-R-I-S and we will see you again soon.